BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to District Baseball. You can follow us on Twitter slash X. We've got all of our links down below. Um, back here with Nick once again. He's back after being a bit under the weather last week. Um, so we're going to be hold on. doing... Uh, hold on. I'm an idiot. I forgot to start recording again on OBS. <laughs> no problem. Dude, I am falling apart here. It's all right. All right, go for it. Okay, hold on. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to District Baseball. You can follow us on X slash Twitter down below. We have all of our links uh, on screen right now. I'm back with Nick this week. He is back after being a bit under the weather last week. And we have a little bit of Nationals news to go into. Not a full episode's worth, but we have some things that have gone down uh, within the coaching staff and also in the front office in recent weeks. Uh, Dating back to September, there's been a lot of turnover uh, so we've kind of just been keeping an, eye, keeping an eye out on everything that's been going down. Um, there's still a lot to do for the Nationals, and we will talk about it more when things are done. But there was also a lot of things that did happen, which starts with the coaching staff. Um, but first, let's take let's take it back over to Nick, because it's been a, it's been a little while, buddy. How you feeling? Good. Uh, glad to be back. It was a little under the weather there for a minute, but uh, feeling a little bit better now. Hoping I can uh, make it through this episode without, uh, you know, pleasuring people's ear holes with uh, my coughing but uh <laughs> uh you know we're all good playoff baseball ha- has been great the nationals obviously you know the topic of today's show um some cause for optimism dare i say but also bit. like cause for pessimism as well with some of the moves they may have not made you know which we'll mm-hmm. talk to talk about so it's just kind of a weird spot to be in because like we're cautiously optimistic but you can also sort of expect more of the same so it's a weird weird position to be in for nats fans yeah you know i'm with you because i feel like the front office hires are probably are probably where we could be a little bit more optimistic yeah and yet mm-hmm. when we take it to the coaching st- side of things it's pretty much the opposite um mm-hmm. basically 
If you aren't aware, there were some firings and also some rehirings for next season. Um, yep. We'll start with the firings because they're worse, in my opinion. Agreed. <laughs> they're so bad. Um, we'll start with Eric Young Jr., who was let go. Um, this is a big loss for the Nationals. I don't think people really understand just how impactful Eric Young had, was on the Nationals' base running improvements this year. And C.J. Abrams specifically has cited him multiple times as helping him steal 47 bags. And that most of those bags were in the second half when he was in the leadoff spot. Uh, so, yeah, they said, yeah, you're out of here. You made yeah. our best player, our best piece better. Nah, see you later. Uh, yeah. So that really sucks because Eric Young is a great coach and he's probably going to get picked up somewhere and whoever picks him up is going to love him. And the Nationals really did improve in their base running this year from last year. And so that's a big bummer. Um, other fired coaches include Gary DeSarcina, who I thought had a better season this year over at third base. Tim Bogar, who's been around since 2018. He was there as the bench coach during the World Series. He's now gone. And assistant hitting coach Pat Rossler has also been let go. Um, we're still, still waiting on Henry Blanco. He's our catching coach currently. They haven't said whether or not they're going to bring him back. They should probably not bring him back. Fire him they to prob- the sun. They probably will bring him back because they keep doing all the moves that we don't want them to do. Um, Hickey and Coles also return after two abysmal seasons, both offensively and pitching wise, especially pitching wise. We knew we knew this was going to happen. We knew it was going to happen. It was almost inevitable. And but we were still pushing for it to not to happen because especially with Hickey, especially with Hickey, uh, there's just not been any general improvement with this team. Their best finish in terms of pitching F war or ERA is 27th in the league since Hickey has been here. So, um, Nick, let me just get some thoughts from you. What do you think about uh, the, the hiring and firings here? You know, I, I put this out uh, on District on Deck as well. Like, don't paint the walls of a house and tell me it's renovated. You know, don't make these minor moves and tell me we're going to have a completely different philosophy, approach, result, outcome, whatever next year. Uh, but at the same time, it's not like these moves were, um, you know, the firing specifically were inconsequential. You, like you decided. Eric Young Jr. and his uh, impressions to this young team. Um, Gary DeSarcina, I didn't view as a big loss, uh, but I agree with you that he was much better this year than years past. I do think the stench of years past had followed him. Um, Yes, 2022 especially. Yeah. Uh, Pat Rossler, I I think that's kind of more what I'm referring to with my analogy, like, the, the problem is Darnell Coles and his philosophy. Yeah. I don't get what Pat Rossler did wrong. Uh, he probably tr- said, hey, maybe we shouldn't strike out so much. Right. Like, maybe we, shouldn't yeah, maybe we should hit the ball hard yeah. or in the air. Like, God forbid. And like, that's not the Tony Gwynn yeah. approach. You're uh, out of here. Yeah. So that that's an odd one to me for sure. And then Tim Bogar. He's getting managerial looks. That's what I was. I was going to say, actually point that out. Like, I saw multiple people I mean, like hey he's gonna get he's gonna get looks around the league as a bench coach and as manager so like, I do, yeah yeah I I really don't understand that one um and then we thought it was just like when these moves were first announced I thought it was just making moves for the sake of making moves but 
I don't know exactly who it was, whether it was Masson, which you got to take everything Masson says with a grain of salt. Um, but apparently these moves were uh, led by Davey. Like Davey was making these decisions, which obviously he should. He's the manager. But again, he's like letting go of guys that aren't the issue. You know, we didn't we weren't a great base running team, but we were pretty good. And definitely got better was a lot better than the previous year when we were last. So it's like, why, why is base running the thing we want to address as opposed to like our bottom of the league staff and our bottom of the league hitting, like it's just absurd. And you saw Bob Carpenter, uh, I think, Oh no, Charlie slows on Twitter. He was like in defense of Darnell Cole saying it's not really Cole's. It's just, they don't have a good team, which is a legitimate argument. It, it it just is whether you like the guys or not they, they're not good hitters a lot of them are not um that being said the philosophy isn't even playing to their strengths that's what we're talking about we're not saying the nationals should be a top five offense we're saying we should they should be much better than they are and you know especially guys like kb ruiz luis garcia like guys where you need to play to those strengths the stretches of abrams and ruiz seasons in particular that we're good. We're going away from the Coles philosophy. His is, you know, swing early in the count, uh, you know, don't strike out, even if it's weak contact where, you know, Abrams and Ruiz, when they really got hot, they were pulling the ball in the air and seeing pitches, you know, so Especially it, Ruiz, I yeah. Mean, it, it, and Gar- Garcia too. So it's yeah. just it, like when you're young guys who you're trying to build around are having success doing the opposite of what the, the the team philosophy is, then, you know, like it it just, it's, it's baffling to me. Um, And I I don't think anyone's going to disagree with me on the, the Hickey um, return. I I just think like people say, Oh, he was Bart. He was the, the Rays pitching coach for forever. The Rays didn't really become the Rays. We know now until after he left. Look up, yeah. look it up. Like, you know, you think of the Rays, oh, they can take any pitcher and make them, uh, like, you know, at least a serviceable pitcher, if not a great pitcher. You know, you think Charlie Morton, Charlie Morton, Zach Eflin, I merged those two uh, names there. Um, <laughs> but like guys like that who, you know, are just ballplayers and they turn into like great pitchers down in, in the Rays factory, that all started after. Hickey left pretty much Hickey. directly after he left by directly. The way. It's kind of, it's kind of uh, interesting if you, if you look at the timelines there. and then Hickey was with the Cubs with Joe Madden. And then once Joe Madden was let go, Hickey was out of baseball. Like it's not like he like immediately lashed on. He was out of baseball for two years. Yeah. And then, you know, David Martinez had familiarity with him and brought him on. Davey's hiring his friends and he's not hasn't really been getting out of his comfort zone with his hirings. Um, so that's kind of a, a, a cause for concern. And yeah. I, it just feels like he wanted to keep the guys he likes around and made the other guys the sacrificial lambs. That's how it feels to me, like on the outside looking in. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Yeah, it, well, because like you said, we're, we were firing coaches in areas that weren't the issue. Like base running, they improved. They got better. Why would you fire the coach who is responsible for that? It doesn't make yeah. any sense. It's just so that they look a little bit better. That they're they're trying to make it seem like it was these other guys. Yeah, that, that was really the big problem. The big the, it's it's a full coaching philosophy. Like the Nationals hit the most, like some of the most ground balls. They they swing earliest in the count. They hit. The weak some contact. of the weakest we have the some of the weakest contact in the league. It's a full hitting philosophy of just get it in play. That's not gonna that's not gonna cut it in 2023 MLB. That didn't cut it ever. I mean, seriously, no team that hits like this like ever wins. <laughs> and even just, like even the Guardians some, last year got yeah. the closest that you can get, and, and then they, won, they were what, no it wasn't sustainable. Yeah. It wasn't sustainable. It's not it's not gonna work. It's it just isn't. And then. Obviously, Hickey. Hickey's so bad. I don't even. It, it doesn't even make sense. Like, it's this is so bizarre. This whole the, like the fact that he's still employed. He's the, the the only team that will employ him is us. Like that's that's a problem. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's like another thing you said, not getting out of your comfort zone in the hiring front. I actually think they did do that kinda in the front office. Um, they finally moved uh chris klein who directed the uh the draft for basically the last decade and a half finally moved him to a different role and brought in some some outside the organization help to manage the draft and scouting in danny haas who came from d-backs and brad siolik i think that's how you pronounce that from the orioles so on the front office side there actually is a little bit of optimism um nick what do you think about uh these new hirings um cautiously optimistic kind of what i was saying before uh i think hiring from the orioles is great especially if it involves your draft process obviously they have killed it in that area yeah um, and not and, just in the not just in the uh the number ones they've found guys yeah. later in rounds that have been uh influential which is exactly what the nationals need badly yeah so getting a guy like that to presumably lead the draft operations great move you know zero issues there uh moving chris klein over again zero issues there uh danny haas i don't know a ton about um the diamondbacks have had some success you know pretty good success with uh you know their their younger um farm system i was like god i couldn't couldn't remember the name uh with their farm system so 
obviously they're in the NLCS right now and very well mm-hmm. could be in the World Series by the you know time some of uh, you are listening to this. But um, so you're hiring from the right places and you're not hiring from like the White Sox, for instance, or, <laughs> you know, one of these bottom dollars teams like the Royals, where, whose rebuild will go on for another 20 years before they, you know, do anything substantial. So, you know, cautiously optimistic, but we need to see results. And also there's still like a lot to of roles to be filled within the front office. They let go a lot of people. So I really don't want it to just be like we had these aren't the exact numbers, but we had 20 guys and we let them go. And now we're going to replace them with like six guys you know i want them to replace all of those positions with hopefully just guys that are better at their jobs um yeah they haven't replaced any we'll of the uh scouts the 12 yeah. scouts that were let go that's a big deal yeah um johnny depuglio resigned seemingly seeing the writing on the wall back in september yeah. they haven't replaced his position um so there's yeah there's plenty of of positions to be filled they did took a night i think a good step in the right direction with Haas and and Brad I can't do your now can't do your last name buddy uh <laughs> but I think that's a, that, that's a good duo right there that will be handling uh drafting and scouting going forward um I don't really see the point of moving Chris Klein to any like I don't know why they didn't just you got rid of go, everyone else Rizzo was like close with I don't I, I guess Klein. that's yeah that's his guy I guess maybe that he likes but um yeah no seemingly um going taking a little bit of control out of direct control out of Rizzo's hands, you know, with his guys not being as involved. Now it's more outside hires, which I think is the right approach, honestly. Um, so in the front office, there's some there, like you said, cautious optimism there, uh, still a lot to be done, but there's something at least being done. So that's good. Um, yeah. And it's good when you consider that the, the hires on the coaching staff um, or the firings were not that so good and they still have to hire, some more some more guys so um we'll be waiting for those hirings uh, on the coaching staff and in the front office over the off season uh any update any major updates we'll obviously be bringing you um but yeah i think that's really all we needed to, to discuss today i mean there was some arizona fall league action with some guys but it's honestly not going that well for most you, of them so you we don't, don't want to talk, talk about, about carter keboom in the mexican league uh didn't even know he was playing in the Mexican league, but no, I don't, I don't really want to talk about that. I right feel now. like he's going to find a, a home there uh, sooner rather than later. Yeah, he might. Uh, um, I mean, the the other piece of news that I, I would just throw out there is the 40 man uh, roster is kind of starting to take shape. Uh, Rutherford Chavis and uh, yes. Hobie Harris were all outrighted to AAA. When that happens, you have the option to either accept the assignment or elect free agency, and they all elected free agency. So none of them will be back. Um, I don't think that's necessarily a surprise, and I don't think that's necessarily a loss. But at the same time, those are still three positions you're going to need to address in one way or another, even if it's internal, like guys that Mm -hmm. were outside of the 40-man roster who are now looking to make the 40-man roster. You're going to need outfield depth. Um, You're going to need... Uh, a bench guy who can play a couple different positions and you're going to need bullpen depth as, as every single team ever has always needed bullpen depth. So uh, there's a lot of moves that need to be made and they don't have to be like top shelf 
moves, but they need to be quality moves um, nonetheless. So it, it's an important offseason, and I'm hoping a lot of this, you know, specifically the front office, takes shape before the, the conclusion of the World Series. So that way we can kind of be in place when free agency starts as opposed to playing catch-up. Yeah. You know, like trying to figure out what the front office looks like before we even, you know, sign a free agent. And all of a sudden it's December and, you know, a lot of the quality guys are gone. Yeah. Um, but w- we'll see. I Again, cautiously optimistic, but I can't help but feel like, you know, they're not making the moves aside from like the draft area. They're not making the moves in the areas of need that needed to be improved. Yeah, there's still plenty, plenty to be improved in the player development front. Uh, yeah, that's the big one. Yeah, so still plenty of things that need to happen because there's uh, vacant positions. I agree. I think they need to try and fill that uh, before free agency uh, begins so that they are set and ready to go when that process uh, begins. Um, but yeah, so th- three more 40-man spots to be filled. We be, we'll be uh, looking for when those do get filled. We will obviously be, be talking about that. Um, but yeah, I think we're good now, right? Any, anything else that I missed? No, I, I think we're good. Uh, just we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. The nationals always keep us on our toes. Still plenty of question marks and we'll have plenty more episodes discussing moves like this coming in the future. But, uh, like I said earlier, check out all of our links. Uh, we've got everything in the description as well as on screen right now. Check us out on X slash Twitter. And um, yeah, we will see you guys in the next episode. Peace. Later, guys. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.